Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Babe Podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to step into your power and manifest a life and business that sets your soul on fire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Stephanie Bellinger, and I'm a mindset and success coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with helping my fellow soul sisters shine their light and live out their purpose so they can experience more magic in everyday life. We all have a special purpose here and we're meant to share our message and gifts with the world. You deserve to be fully supported emotionally, spiritually, and financially from doing your soul's work. Together, we can make a massive impact in the world and it's time. So let's do this. I'm just going to say this right now. Today's episode is fire. I have the amazing Melanie Ann Lair here with me. Melanie is the founder of Alpha Femme Brand and the creator of Trifecta Coaching. And today we talk about a lot of stuff, energy, mindset, and manifestation. Melanie's energy is contagious. And I love all of the magic she shares in this episode and how important it is for you to be the version of yourself who already has everything you want. And the more you become it in the present moment, the faster you're going to see your reality change. So I can't wait for you to dive into this episode. You're going to get so much out of it. And if you love it, please leave a review and come say hi on Instagram. I'm at The Spiritual Boss Babe. So without further ado, let's welcome Melanie on to the show. All right. Welcome on to the show, Melanie. I'm so excited to have you here with us today. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for this. This is going to be epic. I already feel the vibes. Uh, I feel the vibes too. So I am, I'm just so excited to dive into all the things, manifestation, money mindset, business, and just really vibe with your energy and the power and the way that you share your message. Thank you for showing up in the way that you do. I think the world needs more women to rise up like this. And so I'm super excited. So I guess to start off, if you want to introduce yourself to the audience and let us know like, what really got you started on your path to your purpose in such a deep way, that's what I would like to hear. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, I have had a journey, that's for sure. Where I am now feels so far from where I've come from that it's almost hard to believe it's the same lifetime. So sometimes people ask me like how I started my journey and I'm finding myself telling a story that's hard to believe is mine. Mm. Like, gosh, that feels so far away ago. But I, I've always been very driven to help people. That's always been something that was in my life. When I was a kid, my parents went bankrupt. I started my first business when I was 12, so I, can, I could help them out of that. So I've always had like the spirit of, we can save the day. Like I've always kind of had that, but I didn't really know what a purpose was. And none of my family was really like purpose-driven or anything like that. Everyone had jobs and it wasn't a conversation we really had. It was more of a, what do you want to be when you grow up kind of conversation? Mm. And my parents would have loved for me to be you know, a doctor or a lawyer or something really awesome. But I got really just annoyed with school after being bullied really badly. I just, I just couldn't stay focused in school anymore. And I actually didn't even graduate high school. So it was not good for me 
uh, growing up, you know, my family went through a lot of hard times. And although I stepped up when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, I rebelled a little bit because I was trying to help for the wrong reasons. I wanted recognition and I wanted to feel special and I wasn't getting any of that. So I ended up rebelling and not feeling really good about the situation and fought with my family a lot, but I was a very good salesperson. Mm. So I would get jobs selling with like super high commission or commission only jobs. By the time I was 21, 22, I was making two grand a week selling like mops and lint rollers. Wow. (laughs) So uh, it was crazy. And then by the time I was 24, 25, I was making $1,000 a day, $2,000 a day. Like it was like crazy. Not every day, obviously, but making, knowing I could make a lot of money, but zero purpose behind it. None. Mm -hmm. So I was in the wrong relationship. My family kind of tried to steer me away, but I wasn't in a right vibe with them. So I couldn't listen to anything they were saying. I was in the trying to save him mode. It was all kind of just not good. Everything was just kind of meh, but I traveled a lot and kind of enjoyed that bit of my life. But when I broke up with him, he fired me from my job. Mm. I had managed to be, have him be the manager and he fired me. And I ended up living in my car, going bankrupt. Like literally my health went down the toilet. I was diagnosed with depression, anxiety, like I was 25 and I thought my life was completely over. Wow. And I had no idea what I was going to do. And I hated the world and especially him. Like I blamed him for everything. I was like, I gave him everything and like, you know, all the things. So just got myself into this really deep, dark place. And I Googled one day how to make your ex-boyfriend cry. That's my (laughs) greatest moment. (laughs) And I, I found this thing online. It was like how to have the relationship you want. I was like, gosh, why am I still not, why am I still making it about him even after? So I dived really deep into personal development and realized that a lot of what was happening was my fault. Mm. And that was like the door, the gateway to a whole other life for me because I had been the kind of person who blamed a lot of people always in my life. Everything was because of someone else. And I went through this journey of like radical self-responsibility and it gave me this super empowering feeling that if I caused it, I could fix it. Mm. And it was something I never really thought about or realized before. And all of a sudden I'm feeling really empowered to change my life and everything starts to change. But I'm still living in my car in the parking lot of a Canadian tire that hasn't changed. Wow. So I'm listening to these personal development tapes and I'm really getting into it and doing what, what I'm told and things start to change and I'm manifesting excellent service where I was ma- manifesting like the worst everything when I wasn't feeling good. Wow. Excellent service, little miracles, little things here and there. And uh, one day my friend called me because she was having a breakdown in her relationship and I basically helped her with what I'd learned and it turned her relationship around. She was like, you should be a coach. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, what's that? <laughs> so I found out what a co- one-on-one coach was and said, if you, if you have anyone that you think I could help, I'll give you a commission and started an invisible coaching business. Wow. And I started my coaching business with no Facebook page, no nothing. Like I, my brand was the invisible coach, like pitch <laughs> kind of thing. Wow. Yeah. So that was like where the journey began for me. And I started a six-figure business. I literally went from living in my car to being a digital nomad. I just never got another apartment after that. Wow. And how long has it been? Five years. Wow. Almost six. So Kevin and I, I met my, I ended up meeting my man during my personal development journey. And we've been together for almost five years. We just got engaged, almost six years. We just got engaged. And he does the work for men. I do the, the work for women. And, uh, you know, business hit a million dollars this year. And I know I, I just saw that. I just can't. Congratulations. Thank you. I just can't believe that 
And it happened so fast because it was like the first year I was invisible. And the second year I made like a hundred thousand dollars. And I was like, oh, that, this is great. Like a hundred thousand, a hundred thousand. I didn't even understand business growth. I was just like, if you make a hundred thousand, you're rich. And then people were like, you should go online. And then all of a sudden there's all these people making so much money online. And I was like, whoa, what is happening? So then I was like a quarter of a million, 300,000, a million. <laughs> That's basically wow. what happened. So it's been crazy. It's been, it's been really good. What do you think like really contributed to that quantum leap of growth in your mindset and in your income and, and everything? Like, well, I think the biggest thing that happened is the, the clients that I'm coaching changed. You know, when mm. I first started, I really enjoyed the feeling of being the person who brought people from zero to a hundred thousand. That was like my signature thing. I take someone who's never coached a day in their life and bring them to a hundred thousand. Mm. And although I love that, there's a certain amount of a person can afford when they're making zero dollars. So it was yeah. capping me with my, what I was charging. So I had to let go of, of being that person that takes people from zero to a hundred and opening up my energy to leaders that were already leading that wanted to make, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollars and uh, take them from there to there. So it's been like, instead of just working and I still work with other people, but in my programs, so I developed really amazing programs. I could still hold space for people who are beginning. And then my one-on-one clients are just like the leaders of leaders. I work with people who've already got a network and who really want to monetize it. And they're, they're already leaders. They're people that you'd be like, what? That's your client. That's your client. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Like those are my clients now, which is fun. That's so cool. That's so cool. So you've been like really, you don't, do you, you have like a Facebook group and you've been really putting yourself out in the online space for quite some time now, right? So last year, uh, no, not last year, the year before in July, I opened Alpha Femme and I've spent a lot of time doing, I did a 365 day Facebook live challenge. Wow. On my personal page. Wow. I bet you that really was powerful for the, that was really crazy. But you know what? I've made more money on the back end of it. Being able to say that I did it. Yeah. Then while I was doing it, because while I was really? doing it, I was the person doing it. Yeah. But once I did it, I was the person who did it, which was such a different vibe for some reason. <laughs> so it's actually given me a lot more success in hindsight than it did in the moment, but it was one of the greatest investments I've ever made in my business. Wow. That's like a really hefty commitment. Yeah. Well, I don't have a website. I don't have a sales funnel. I don't have any automated programs whatsoever. So everything I ever offer is me and my energy. So it was a wow. million dollars with no, no, nothing. I would I'm not even to, an assistant. I would love to dive into that. Cool. <laughs> like, because I feel like so many people get hung up on like the funnels and the strategy and the like email sequences and all that stuff. I know I have. Um, and while I think it, it does have a place and like everyone has their own way of doing things, I find it fucking fascinating that <laughs> you don't have any of that and you scaled your business to a million. So can you like, how, how do you kind of make that work? You say it's your energy. What do you mean? I'm, and also I'm sure you're a master at sales <laughs> by now. Actually, I used to be a master at sales and now I don't even sell. It's the craziest thing. Natural. So here's what, here's the biggest thing I would say. And I agree with you that it's for some people that love having a website. Like if you love it, then get one. But if it stresses you and you're feeling as that you can't make money without one, you don't need one. 
like now that I've got my billion, my my billion, my business is <laughs> almost. <at a> million. <laughs> almost. Now that my business is at a million, when people message me, it gets a little intense because it's like last. I it happened really fast. It wasn't consistently over time. It wasn't like I made eighty four thousand every month. It was like in January I made twenty thousand, and in in December I made one hundred seventy five. Last like, January. Last January, 20,000 by December, 175. So there was a quantum leap in the middle of the year. And it was just like 100, 150, 200, you know, like just just skyrocketed my income. So the amount of people that reach out to me is a little overwhelming now. But so I am in the middle of creating something for the new year just to help my clients have a better buying experience. Mm -hmm. I've also hired an assistant that's going to start with me soon. Because last year I did it all even without an assistant. It was just myself. So yeah, but I, I had said... I had said I was going to scale my business to a million before I hired help to prove that you can build a business with your energy. And I did. And it was awesome. And now because I can and because I want to, not because I need to, I get to get all the fun bells and whistles that I get to invest and make them the way I want them. But Mm -hmm. it's not contingent on my, like my business is not contingent on those things. Yeah. My business might grow more. I'll have all these fun things, but it doesn't mean that I can't have it if I don't have it. So that's like the thing I want to say, but it has its place. I'm even going to have one now. It's going to be alphafem.com. So of course, like you can, you can, you, if you love it, do it. But if it stresses you, chill. Don't need it. (laughs) So the biggest thing is that people are always manifesting. Like we're always attracting what our vibrational field is an energetic match for. So when results come into your life, they actually have nothing to do with you. They only have to do with who you've been. Mm. So you've been something and the energetic equivalent will show up. The physical equivalent will show up in your, in your world. And when the physical equivalent shows up, it's nothing to be upset about. It's nothing to stress over. It's not even anything to respond to. It's just what's been there has materialized and it has arrived. What most people do, which is the biggest mistake, is they start to interact with the thing they have in their life as though it's happening now. And it's not. The thing that's, so the Sorry. thing that just showed up in your life actually isn't happening now. It's a, it's a materialized energy from what happened. Oh, I see what you're I see what you're saying from who you've been. Yeah. So if I'm entertaining with, if I'm like responding to this life situation as though this is my life, I'm going to keep recreating the same life Mm -hmm. because I'm sending out the same energy that I'm receiving and I'm interacting with that same energy. So the opportunity to change is very small. But when I start seeing that my output of energy is going to bring something in If I respond to life in general, regardless of what just happened in my life, if I set a goal that's completely not even has nothing to do with what's predictable, like a brand new goal, life's going to respond to that and I'm going to receive something completely different. So it's about becoming the kind of person that takes action based on what you're wanting to pull in instead of what's predictable based on what you have. Mm, So not working from your current circumstance. Yeah. Yeah. And when I look at my year last year, the biggest thing that happened was like, I declared in the middle of the year, I want to do a hundred thousand dollar year. And I was like, a hundred thousand dollar month. I was like, okay, I had my biggest month so far had been 51,000. And I was like, I want to do a hundred thousand dollar month. I wonder who I need to be to do that. And in my brain, I had thought, I don't know how long it'll take me to do that, but I'd love to do it before the end of the year. But it doesn't matter if I can make 50, I can make a hundred. That's my next thing. And I ended up making 150,000 the next month. The next month after that? Yeah. That's so awesome. I know. And I was like, oh my gosh. So 
then I, the next month I said, I wonder if I can do this again. Bear in mind, there's no website. I didn't get a funnel. I didn't get an assistant. Nothing changed apart from my energy and I tripled my income in a month. Mm. I'm in more money in a day than I used to make in a year that, that month. Wow. So it's like, what? So then I was like, oh God, I've got to try to do this again. And then it happened again. And then it happened again. So what I've really realized is that we are the, we are the masters of our own energy, but we tend to recreate what we know to be true. Mm-hmm. So once you've got evidence that something works, it's so much easier to do it again. Like there may be places on your bucket list you want to travel to, you've, you've never been and you're like, oh, I want to go there. But then there's another place you've been and then you end up going three times after that. <laughs> and it's like, why do I keep going to the same place? Because my brain already knows I can go there. So life is like that. Money is like that. Relationships are like that. We tend to create what we know. So what I do with my clients and what I do for myself is creating an energetic space so that you can create something that's completely irrelevant to what you've ever built before. So that you can completely shift really fast into something completely different that's not at all having to do with anything else you've ever done. So we disassociate results from time. We disassociate money from time because this is a big belief people have is that it takes time. It it doesn't take time. The shifts happen with alignment. Yeah. So that's kind of the, the thing behind it. It's a lot of energy work and it's helping people really let, like finding the limiting thoughts and limiting beliefs that cause people to do the same thing over and over again, believe the same thing over and over again. And I'm just, honestly, a big part of it is a gift, but I'm just able to hone into where people need to shift and what they need to look at differently and what they need to do. And the results are just so fast. It's unbelievable. Mm. What are like, do you think are like the biggest, um, I guess, action steps to make that energy shift? So I would say the first thing is you want to look in your, in your feelings, because our feelings tell us a lot about what our thoughts are. We have so many thoughts in a day, we don't even have a chance to pick them up or yeah. feel and realize what we're thinking. <laughs> but by the time it makes its way to an emotion, then you can kind of look and go, oh, what have I been thinking that caused this emotion? Mm-hmm. So you can usually catch your thoughts once you've got a feeling. So instead of just getting sunk into the feeling... I mean, like, oh, I feel so bad. What's wrong with me? Like looking at, oh, I feel bad, which means a thought just, just passed my awareness. So what, what's the thought that caused this? And looking at all the thoughts that make you feel bad. Because those thoughts are usually conditioned thoughts mm-hmm. that aren't really true. And they're the ones who are keeping you out of energetic alignment with the thing that you want. So I would say the biggest thing is notice when you feel bad and try to figure out what the thought was. Mm. That would be the first step. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people struggle with a couple things, thinking they always need to be positive 24 seven. And if they're not, then they're going to screw everything up and like giving their power away to those thoughts and feelings. A hundred percent. So in one of my programs that I teach, it's all about emotional intelligence and I really believe that in order to run a really successful business, I'm not talking like a small business where you're, you can pay the bills. I'm talking the business you dream about. There's a level of emotional maturity that is necessary in order to become successful. And in order to hit that, that means that you're able to get gather the data from negative feeling emotions. Because there's no such thing as a negative emotion. There's a negative feeling emotion because they all matter. They're all important. So a negative feeling emotion is the one that makes you feel bad. So those are not the ones you're going to celebrate and have a party in, but those are the ones that are going to actually bring you a lot of data, a lot of 
important things to look at and realize like, okay, I'm not feeling good. Let me look at this. But when we're lacking emotional intelligence, what we tend to do is when we feel bad, we try to fix it. Then we go into doing mode. Mm. And the doing mode is only in my suggestion, in my opinion, the doing mode is the mode you should be in when you're feeling good. You Mm. want to do from a place of being happy. And when you're not feeling good, you want to look into that and look and dive deep into your emotions and be like, okay, what is there? What's the thought? What am I struggling with? Because if you start doing from a place of low vibes, you create low vibe things. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of untangling how you respond to emotions and how you react when you don't feel good. Mm Because a lot of people, like you said, they beat themselves up for feeling bad. Mm -hmm. And I call that compound emotion. Like you feel bad about feeling bad. You feel bad about feeling sad. And the next thing you know, you're stuck in this feeling and it won't go. Because usually emotions just shift in and out of themselves very easily. Yeah. We all have the power to shift it really quickly. Yeah. And even if you don't use power, like within a couple of moments, you're going to be sick of that emotion. Even excitement, you can't hold for more than a few minutes. You shift into another thing. So if you're sad and you look at it and you're like, oh, what caused that? And you look at it and you start doing work on yourself, the emotion shifts immediately. If it's like, oh my gosh, I'm sad and I shouldn't be sad. I should be grateful. I'm so this. Oh my gosh. Then you're mad about being sad, about being ungrateful, about blah, blah, blah. You (laughs) compound the emotion. And when you do that, the original emotion gets stuck and you can't can't get rid of it. So it's just about learning how to navigate your feelings to become an emotionally intelligent person. So you have the maturity to build the kind of business because you're going to feel all kinds of feels when the, when it's big numbers and people are, you know, you attract a lot of attention. You've got the haters that start showing up. You've got the people who drop behind on payments that become more frequent, you know, with every great thing that, that gets more and more, the bad things also get more and more. So if your emotional intelligence isn't in check, by the time your business starts to scale, you're going to block it emotionally because you can't handle the feelings. So how can, how much can you handle the feelings that come with the, the excellence? Cause there is that threshold to cross. Or you may so not even get part. there if you're not like at that emotional intelligence level, I guess. A hundred percent. You know, so this is something I call energetic protection where the mm. universe will literally say, don't give her more. She can't right now. Mm. I like even that. if you're praying for it. Yeah. Cause every time there's more, you break down. Yeah. You create this shield, like for your own good, handle this first. Mm, that makes sense. And I, I really like how you said you like, you shouldn't just focus on the doing, focus on the being. I, I talk about that a lot. The whole like be, then you'll do, and then you'll have like, yes. be in that energy to do the aligned actions, to manifest the things that you want. A hundred percent. It's where it all so, starts. In my Alpha Femme Triangle, I have a program for like, or a, let's say a teaching for each spoke. And the, the spokes are the boss, the badass, and the boss. So, or the goddess, the badass, and the boss. So the goddess is the femme fatale, which is the one where you literally find your emotional intelligence, your world-class communication. Mm-hmm. This is where it's who you are, your relationships, the way you are in life. Then the badass is like integrity, discipline, taking action, doing what you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And the boss is the money receiver, the one who has. So your manifestation, the fact that you don't block money and things like that, then you, the having, the result, the clients, all the things. So it's important that you spend the majority of your time in what I call the goddess mode, which is who you're being. And goddesses can be sad. But what most women do is as soon as they feel sad, they go into badass mode. Like, this isn't working. What can I do? Mm. It's like the immediate reaction. 
So it's learning that when it doesn't work, you can't, you don't leave goddess mode when things don't work. Don't go into badass when things don't work. You stay in the goddess mode, especially when things don't work. You learn to gather emotional intelligence. Look at, look at the data, look at what's not working. You're like, this, this is working. This isn't working. This is what I need to do differently. Once you're aligned and you feel in your power again, then go into badass mode, which should be a much smaller part of your day. Because when you're in badass mode, you're basically your own secretary. So when mm. you get to a certain, port, at a certain point in your business, the goal is that you can just be and have and have someone else do all the things for you. That's the mm. one time. Like that. And then just the having. And then the, that's the last most important part is the boss part, the, the having part. So yeah, be, do, have, super important. I love that. <laughs> just be and have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get someone else for the middle part. <laughs> but things start to get much easier the more you say in goddess you're saying yeah the more you can just raise the emotional intelligence yes give yourself what you need yes tap into you like what is it that i need right now and when i'm happy i'm celebrating i feel good things work and i don't feel good I'm able to look at it without running away from it. I can feel into it. I know what to do for myself. I can hear what I need. I can see where I didn't follow my intuition. I can go, hmm, I see where that did not work. Mm. And then when I've gathered enough information about why I'm upset, all of a sudden the upset goes away because sadness is just a message that didn't, you didn't hear it when your mind said it. So it had to go through your emotions. Like, this isn't work. This isn't good. This isn't going to be good. This is a bad idea. This isn't good. Don't do that. Don't do that. Mm. <laughs> See, I tried to tell you seven times, but now you're crying about it. So figure out where that broke down and get back up. Okay. I'm much better now. It's kind of, it's kind of like a, a little sign, a little whisper, then a little conversation, a little scream. Do you think that's also part fear as well? The fact that we ignore stuff? Just like the like those lower emotions, mm-hmm. like the sadness and stuff, like the, the ones that try to keep you stuck in the cycle. It's just a lot of it's fear. For sure. Well, anything that's a bad feeling tends to kick us out of energetic vibration with the thing we want. So anytime, let's say I, I tell myself, I want to make $10 million. Well, do I believe I can make $10 million in my entire life? Yes. Do I believe I can make $10 million next month? No. So if I start telling myself I need to make $10 million next month, something's going to kick in. It's going to be this like, no feeling like, I don't know how. Mm. And the minute you hear, I don't know how in your brain, it's because you're out of energetic alignment with it. Mm. Cause everything you do know how to do, you don't worry about how. And when other, other people ask you, how did you do that? You're like, I don't really know. Like, even if I asked you, like, how did you get 27,000 people in your group? You'd be like, well, I mean, I went live consistently. I talked about it. I did this. And it's like, yeah, well, I do that. And I only have 2,000 people in my group. Mm. Oh, well, then I don't know how I did it. Right? So because you're not going to know how you did it anyway, wondering how you did it's never going to get you there. Mm. It's just knowing the minute the how kicks in, you're out of energetic vibration. There's no way you're going to receive what you want when your brain asks you how. It's always got to go like the next intuitive step, the next intuitive leap. So when you're feeling fear, it's like, okay, well, what are you telling yourself? What are you trying to achieve? And what's the limitation that you're putting on there? And obviously you feel bad if you want something and you don't know how you're going to have it. But then is the fear about fear of failing? Is the fear about there's actually something tangibly 
wrong. Like, let me have a look at this. But a lot of the times fear is the question, what if it fails instead of what if it works? So if you look at it and you're like, is this a what if fear? If it is, go past it. Because there's as much chance at this point that it will work as it as it won't. So you might as well go for it, find out. Then you'll feel another emotion, disappointment or excitement, depending on what the what you do. And if you feel disappointed, it's because you had an expectation that you didn't meet. Why didn't it work? And then you go with your emotional intelligence to heal it. And you go back again. So it's just kind of cycling your own personal power and raising your personal power. And when you do it consistently over time and you apply consistency to it, it, it grows exponentially. Mm. Cause we're always attracting people and the amount of influence or power that they have over life, over money, over whatever it is. So when you become, when you, when you skyrocket your influence, you skyrocket your power, your results skyrocket as well. And you attract people that are at a higher power. That's what happened for me. The more my power went up, the more high vibe coaches and network marketers I attracted in my network. And all of a sudden I'm coaching people that I used to look up to. It's like, wow, how did that happen? Yeah. How did you like raise your power, I guess, to that next level? Because I know a lot of people listening to this, they're at different areas, but like next level growth and power and influence. How's that? Well, a big part of it is really looking at what keeps the power stuck. Like, what is it that's keeping the power stuck? Where am I not moving? Where am I getting in my head about something? You know, I'm I'm getting in my head about raising my prices. I'm getting in my head about launching a new program. I'm I'm getting my head about a new brand or I'm getting in my head about whatever it is that, that I'm doing. So addressing the things I'm getting in my head about instead of trying to avoid them and doing something more. Mm. doing the, the doing work and, or doing the being work instead of the doing work. And I really know that for the clients that I have now, when they ask me this question, like, how did you do it? A big part of my journey, I would hope no one has to go through in their life. You know, the bankruptcy, the going, getting to an emotional point in my life where I considered doing things that I am so sad I considered doing, like mm. getting to a point where it was so bad that I didn't, I didn't want to see what a life like that was going to be like. And so, I don't know what happened, but it's as though I got a gift mm. in that moment. And one of the things that happened for me is it was the worst time of my life. It was like the worst I'd ever felt. I was sleeping in the parking lot and there's this big snow plow car that was taking away the snow in the parking lot. I was freezing. I had barely enough gas left to, you know, I was turning the gas on, warming my feet, turning it off. And the, the snow plow was coming and I, was, I just kept visualizing it hitting me in the parking lot. And I was like, oh who would God. even care? And I was having all these thoughts and I was like, okay, no, 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 move, move from here. So I moved and I went to park in front of a hotel and I was in the car and I was sleeping and I woke up with this really awful feeling inside, like not, not just not feeling right. And it's actually these, these grapefruit wipes I keep with me to remind me of this night Wow! because the smell brings me right back. So uh, this is what I was using to wash my face when I was sleeping in the car. So I woke up, I washed my face with this and I'm looking in the, the mirror in front of me. And when I closed it, I heard a sound as though someone had just thrown a chair outside of a glass door. Like it was the biggest smashing sound. And I looked up and there was someone falling from the sky, like just like, and she just like, just splattered like three feet in front of my car. Oh my God. And I was just sitting there like, I couldn't move. 
tears were just streaming down my face. The paramedics came. They, like, scraped her off the ground. They tried oh to reanimate God. her. I was sitting right there. They never even saw me. I was just just completely paralyzed. And um, through a series of events after that, I was, I was sent to see someone who said to me, you've been put on this planet to help people transition. Mm. And I was like, I don't even know what that means. Like, what I have, no, I have nothing. I have no money. I have no impact. I have, like, I have nothing to give. And she was like, it's going to come. It's going to make sense. And I was like, can't you tell me what it is? And she said, no. Mm. And looking back now, what I realized is that, that the pain, the things I saw that at a young, I was 25, I became someone. I channel a lot of information. A lot of my programs that come, like, I literally will be sitting I'll, I'll be in the middle of the night and I'll, I feel like I need to get up and go write and I'll write, I'll write a full program during the night. Mm-hmm. Like I channel a lot of this stuff. It's a, a very beautiful gift that I have. So I think that what happens for me is it happened for me because I almost lost everything and I had to rebuild it. And how I rebuild it was with these messages that I'm getting. Mm. And these messages that I'm getting, I've decided to not just keep for myself, but to also teach my clients. So I've got people who started the year, just this year, making $2,000 you know, a month. And hired me in like February, March, April, and now I'm making two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year after having started for, for the year after having started with me in February, March, and two thousand awesome. dollars a month. So the biggest thing is that now the more I'm in this space and the more I coach my clients, and this is why I still do one-on-one work, is what I found is the more I tap into what my pe- my people are going through, the stronger I get. The stronger mm. I get because I look at their situation, I really embody it. I'm like, okay, what would I do? And I really help them navigate it. So the stronger my clients get, the stronger I get, Mm. the stronger, the more we do, the more it grows. Like it's just find someone who understands energy. And if you really want to use your energy, because there's strategy, you can have people run ads for you. You can do that. There's other ways to be successful. But if you want to be, you want to grow your business with personal power, learn how to access your personal power and find someone who understands energy and who's able to make that to make you come out of your shell like that. Cause what I've really found is people like live behind this energetic mask. Mm. And as soon as you find a way to come out in front of it, you're magnetizing. Love that. It's so true. It is. I mean, I'm more on the energy side than the strategy side. Good. It's funny because like for a long time for me, I, I was like, Oh, but like I need to teach the strategy side more because it does matter. And like I said, it has its place, but I'm like, no, but the energy, like that's like when I say that I grew my group because of that, mm-hmm. I really mean like, yeah, there's tangible things I did, but it was the like the being of already having it. Yeah. Like knowing mm-hmm. and then just expecting. Yes. And I started with the, the doing work too because it's what people tend to buy the sales pitch of doing. Like, I'm going to teach you how to do it. Like if you were to say, my name's Stephanie and I'm going to teach you exactly how I grew my Facebook group to 27,000 people. Like that. <laughs> right. That one is going to sell like crazy because people are going to be like, I want to learn how you did it. But the fact is it matters a lot more who you are while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. What you do doesn't matter until who you are is there. It's not about what you do. It's about who you are when you do it. It's so true. So freaking true. So how can people start to really access that power on and, and like just freaking be it? What I've found is that we, you know how, I don't know if you've ever heard this saying before, but they say like 
a brain surgeon can't operate on themselves. <laughs> like even the best brain surgeon in the world can't give themselves brain surgery. When it comes to the mind, the problem is we have no perspective on it. Mm. So like that saying that you can't see the forest for the trees, like you're in your mind, so you can't see your mind. And that, this is why, in my opinion, having a coach can be very valuable if you totally. can't see your own mind. If you can see your own mind, and there are some people who can do that, who have out-of-body experiences and who've really been able to see themselves outside of themselves, mm. that maybe you don't need a coach if you're able to do that. But if not, you need someone that's going to look at you and say, look, this is the thing because you don't catch your thoughts until they make it to your feelings. And then you don't feel your feelings until you're, or you don't understand your feelings until you're on the other side of them. So there's so much time that gets in the way between you being in a situation to change things and actually changing them because you've got to go through the entire process yourself. So coaches just speed up the system. You know, how I was able to make or work with my clients so that they can skyrocket their income is I was looking at their brain. So every time mm. they had a pattern, they had a thing, like I was like, okay, let's look at this. Let's look at this. Let's look at this. So hiring someone that's going to look at your mind. So if you know Stephanie does energetic work, do you take one-on-one clients right now? Yeah, I take one-on-one clients. I do most of the, the deep inner mindset work like you're talking about here. So people it, should hire you, <laughs> you know, they should hire you. They should hire me. They should hire people who work with energetics because the doing is the doing mm-hmm. is you could, you can learn how to do automated. You can now learn how to do on Google, mm-hmm. but you can only learn how to be through someone who's integrated. Mm-hmm. And then you go and you spend time with them and you calibrate to their level of alignment. That's literally it. Like find someone you want to calibrate to go there, then find a new person you want to calibrate to and go there and find a new person you want to calibrate to and go there and have someone who understands energetic work so that they can tell you where you're blocking the, the movement, where you're blocking it for yourself, finding where the stuckness is from. Yeah. I, I love that. It makes total sense. And, and when you're like, when you have like that support and accountability and someone who's holding you holholding space for for you to rise into that newer energy that you're yeah of, it's so powerful and that's when like quantum leaps happen for sure and the biggest thing like the ener- the strongest energy always wins so when you want to be a leader that makes money that makes impact and influence that your programs work your relationship works like you imagine yourself but the people around you are broke the people around you are, are fighting in their relationship. The people around you are failing in their businesses or talking about businesses that fail, mm. are talking about the economy and about how things are rough. And it's like, how are you, like you calibrate to the strongest energy and the strongest energy does not necessarily mean the happiest energy, it just means the strongest one. So sometimes we've got to be responsible for our, our own selves and say, look, I'm going to go put myself in an environment where I'm going to thrive because I'm not thriving here. I can already see I'm not thriving here. Mm. getting yourself into that vibe where you're like, okay, here, I get it. I'm surrounded by people who are succeeding, people who are self-made, people who started exactly where I am, who did it. I'm learning from someone who gets my fears because she was able to overcome them and say, listen, it's okay that you're there. One day you'll be here. Just trust, move, come, come, come. Same as a little kid that's learning to walk and the parents three feet in front going, you got it, just make it here. Just, and then, you know, 
it's like, we've just got to be in the right container in life. And sometimes, unfortunately, we're not placed in the right container when we're born. We're not placed in the right container as we grow up. And then we don't choose the right container. So there's got to be a moment of choice. Like, what's my container for this year? What's my container for this next leap in my life? And choosing for yourself that you're going to put yourself somewhere different. Mm, And committing, staying committed to doing the inner work and the outer actions. Yes. Because it's going to really challenge your identity because you're going to step into a new identity. A hundred percent. The old one's like, oh shit, like what's going on here? Danger. And that's when you start feeling the bad feelings Mm -hmm. where your brain's going to be like, okay, you don't want to feel this. So go do something. And you'll try to do something and you'll be like, I keep, I work so hard. I work so many hours and it doesn't work. Yeah. But you're working to escape the feeling and the feeling is where you're going to, you're going to change. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can't see that. You need someone to be looking. So it's all about set yourself up with the right support team and decide you're going to do this for until it works. You know, one of my favorite examples is like, if you look at Thomas Edison, who invented the light bulb with his team, three, over 3,000 attempts. That's what it took mm-hmm. to create the light bulb. When you do something like that, you've got to be aware that you're going to fail a lot of times and the failures need to be information. So that's like, I'm going to try this. And when it doesn't work, I'm going to write down what doesn't work so that I know not to try that again. And I'm going to try something else in response to what didn't work. So this didn't work. I'm going to try this. Okay. No, that didn't work. So let me do this. Okay. Let's try this. Okay. So that Mm -hmm. didn't work. So this didn't work and that didn't work. So now let me try this. And that's emotional intelligence because if he went in with a goal, like I'm going to make light and then like it fails five times, he's like, I'm a failure. Like, (laughs) you know, you can't. So you've got to have the emotional strength to say, I'm going to look at the negative results in my life, like data, Mm. like intelligence, like this is in the books for all the things that don't work. This is how I've got to see it. Yeah. Instead of making it mean something about you as a person, that's what you're not good enough and blah, blah, blah. Because then you get into your mind and you go into this downward spiral and you get yourself into an energetic frequency that's calling in a bunch of crap. And then you feel bad and you don't understand why you feel bad because you're supposed to feel good because you've been thinking positive and you want all these great things and you've been meditating and you've got crystals in your bra. And (laughs) you know, it's why is this not working? Because you're doing all the things you learned in the do it yourself program that this other girl's doing and she, she, it works for her and why not? for me, that's like the furthest thing from reality. It's not Mm -hmm. about what you do. It's about who you are when you do it. So go be with people who are it. Mm, I love that. I feel like that was like the perfect like ending note. (laughs) My gosh. Wow. Thank you so much for like all of this. This was really awesome. And I got a lot out of it. Everyone who's listening, I'm sure is getting a lot out of it. And I just thank you for sharing your energy. Wow. Thank you for having me. I loved it. And um, where can people find you and your group? I'll also share in the show notes, but if you want to share. So right now, the only way is be my friend on Facebook. That's like the number one way. And if you want to join Alpha Femme, you can definitely join Alpha Femme. But most of the things happen on my personal profile and in my Alpha Femme group or I'm at uh, Alpha Femme Official on Instagram. But just come be in my vibe. And if there's anything you need, message me. You can just private message me on Messenger. I'm still my own, my own person. Someone is coming into my life. I'm calling, I'm calling her in. But, um, you know. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'll leave those links in the show notes too. I still think it's freaking fascinating how much you've quantum leaped just without a website, without anything. And it's super inspiring. So... 
Well, thank you. And if I can do it, we can all do it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, thank you again so much, Melanie. I hope you have an awesome day and we'll talk soon. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. If you want extra motivation to manifest a life and business that you're obsessed with, then find me on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe or visit spiritualbossbabe.com. I love you and appreciate you so, so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you have a magical day. Thank you.